Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today on Power Your Life, and I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here and to meet some wonderful guests that that hopefully will inspire, well, I know, will inspire you and do inspire me. And many of us have wondered, especially during these times, like, well, how do we move forward past whatever challenges we're facing and how do we really accomplish what we're setting out to do and how can we make a difference not only to others but in our lives and really feel how to empower ourselves. Well, you're going to find out some wonderful ways to do that just today on the show because I have Sabine Gideon here, who is an executive coach and a leadership consultant. Also, she's the founder and CEO of Gideon Enterprises, a coaching and consulting company that's dedicated to elevating, enriching, as well as empowering leaders to become the best version of themselves. She's been a business partner and leadership strategist for 15-plus years, supporting emerging and seasoned leaders in growing their confidence, teams, as well as impact. Sabine is also the author of Transformed, The Journey to Becoming, and president and founder of She Leads Network, which is a network for impact-driven women in leadership that's focused on transforming the way women work, lead, as well as do business together. Sabine is a strategic visionary thinker, and her passion is inspiring and motivating people at all levels to optimize their full potential. She's coached professionals from entry levels to executives with significant results. And throughout fostering and promoting leadership soft skills development, Sabine helps clients show up as themselves so important, so fully, so that they can become active participants in their lives as well as their workspaces. Sabine, Gideon, you are amazing. How are you? (laughs) I am well, thank you. That bio sounds really, really amazing. Uh, Thank you for for reading that and sharing that and having me on the show today. It's certainly my pleasure. And, you know, it's interesting because – you help others transform their lives and and move forward and you have a backstory too that's so important to share with our listeners in terms of how you began and shifted careers and moved into this so would you share a little bit of your story absolutely um so for the sake of time i won't go back to to the 80s but 
um, as an immigrant from Haiti, I came here when I was just shy of four uh, with my with my father, and you know, slowly my other siblings came as well. So, you know, definitely coming into a brand new world or having to navigate change and transition um, at a very very early age. Um, also, it's, I'm seeing that in retrospect. Uh, nonetheless, during my childhood, I had experienced, um, you know, some, some abuse in multiple ways, uh, sexual, mental, emotional, you name it. And, you know, but the thing is I, I continue to thrive or seemingly continue to thrive on the outside. Um, I was good in school, so I was able to excel, you know, became that, like, high achiever, type A ambitious person for many different reasons. And as you know, it's a defense mechanism. Um, but nonetheless, uh, continue to, to grow and develop with all of this baggage, all of this emotional baggage, all of this trauma um, just, just sitting under the, lay, under the surface. And so went on, graduated from college, started, uh, started working in my career as an HR professional, um, still maintaining my part-time job, and got to a place where, uh, when I was about 25 where I hit rock bottom or my, my version of rock bottom uh, to the point where, you know, I won't say out of the blue. I do believe that there were, I, I know for a fact that there were certain circumstances that just kind of happened back to back that led me to that place. But I experienced this uh, period for several months, maybe about five, six months, of where I was just mentally tormented from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. And it was just all of these um, messages around how unlovable I was, how unworthy I was, and no one cared. And it was just all of the stuff that had taken place up until that point bubbling up to the surface um, to the point where I decided, well, if this is life, I don't want to be here um, and set out on a plan to uh, end my life, quite frankly. And on the, the day before uh, the big day, I found myself in this place where, you know, I, I decided to have a conversation with God, uh, not fully 100% believing um, in his existence, uh, but figured, hey, why not? Um, so I had a conversation with God, and, and at the end of it, at the end of all the crying and the yelling and the screaming and the shouting and some cussing, um, I got to a place where I asked two questions. One, I need to know that you're real, and two, I need to know what my purpose is. Um, and in that moment had a supernatural experience in which I felt the arms of God wrap his, his, himself around me. Um, and I knew in that moment that, one, he had heard me, he was real, and that I had a purpose. And so I woke up the following day determined to live, determined to find out what this purpose is, and that's basically the journey that I've been on for the last uh, 14, 15 years. You know, it's an amazing journey, and... Oftentimes when we go through trauma, as you said, we initially may may put, push it down, squash it down because it may be too painful. And, and like you said, but there's still aspects that come to the surface. And then at some point, like with you, it just breaks forward and we just have to look at it and really confront it, which you did. And it's courageous to do so it really is because it's not always easy but you did it and not only did you do it you 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 are thriving and you help other people thrive so i want to talk a little bit about your book because it's fascinating and 
people need to understand what, firstly, what does it mean to, to be transformed? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I, in the book, I liken it to the process that the caterpillar and the, or the caterpillar goes through to becoming a butterfly. And usually, again, as we're talking today, right, you're not talking to me when I'm at rock bottom, but usually when we see the butterfly, we see the beautiful, like, mesmerizing creature that just looks like it has no care in the world. But we don't recognize that in order for it to get there, first of all, it was this bottom feeder that went into this excruciatingly uh, traumatizing, I'm sure, process of being completely squashed, uh, its entire identity just turned to mush. And then as it grew, as it started to grow into this new person, it experienced, or this new creature, it experienced all of the struggle. It had to experience all the struggle in order to break out and become this beautiful thing that we see. And so for us, many of us, you know, we're going through transformation at all points in our lives. Um, Luckily, we're still, at the time of this recording, we're still close enough to 2020 that I can use that as an example where we all, (laughs) all globally went through what I call the transformation chamber or had an opportunity to enter the transformation chamber where everything that was familiar, everything that was comfortable, everything that we knew, everything that was hidden, right, all disrupted. Everything was brought to the surface, all of our fears, all of our anxiety, all of the negativity in us. And we all had an opportunity to sit with it, to see it, examine it, and then decide, okay, how do I move forward from here? Um, So I would say, like, you know, coming out of 2020, but it it happens in little things. You get married, right? That's that's a process of transformation that you're going through. You have a kid. You change jobs. Um, So it doesn't have to be big and traumatic and painful, but just understand that every time there's a shift or there's a change in our lives externally, uh, there's also work that's happening, paradigm shifts that are taking place uh, internally as well. You know, that's very, very important. And by the way, I, I've, I've written about the the caterpillar that turns to butter to butterfly because I I too believe in in that transformational stage. And you know, just I just want to add something to that because. You, mm-hmm. What you said is is so a- apropos for what we're going through, but at the same time, like you said too, it it doesn't necessarily have to be something traumatic. It could be something joyful. It's just a shift. It, it even even going through a different age, you know, a different cycle in in our age or whatever, different processes. That transition has has many different stages. You know, when the the caterpillar is is transitioning it's like its whole dna starts to shift and the Mm -hmm. the new the butterfly cells are called imaginal cells and and the caterpillar tries to it's it thinks it's this foreign invader kind of and it tries to actually fight these cells and as it does it's producing this this fluid that actually grows them and that's and basically those cells are like butterfly cells it's fascinating yeah. so i love how you how you how you utilize that as well how do you help people how do you help other leaders move forward in mm-hmm. give us a little idea of some of the strategies that you use to move forward in their lives and their businesses yeah, great question. And 
I guess depending on the stage of where the leader is, right, um, you know, sometimes we we get so caught up in our um, – and identify with role or status or whatever the case may be. But at the heart of what I do when it comes to leadership, my philosophy around leadership is that we all have the innate skills or the innate seed, excuse me, to be leaders, um, that it is, it is what we – it's part of our DNA, now, we do have to develop it. We do have to become it like anything else, right? And so for me, instead of focusing on some of these more um, what I would call external and I don't know, I won't say nice to have because they're important, but, you know, concepts around like executive presence and business acumen and all these things that, you know, quote, unquote, has been put out there that are requirements for you to be a successful leader – I go back to say, well, if we are, we are innately designed and created to be leaders, then those things are just, like, added, right? They're like the cherries on the top. We have to get back to the core of, well, what, who are we and what have we been called or what sphere of influence have we been designed to lead? And so for me, my work with leaders is really let's, let's take – out the ego, let's take out whatever roles or titles or identity, let's get to the core of who you are. Um, I find myself asking uh, leaders uh, constantly, who are you, right? And, and you can ask this of a leader, you can ask this of whoever, who are you? And inevitably, people lead with their roles. They lead with their titles. I'm a mom, I'm a dad, I'm a sister, I'm a brother, I'm a this, I'm a this, I'm a this. Okay, who are you? And that is by far something that I've noticed in the work that I've been doing, the hardest question for people to answer. And so my role is to help support you in getting clear on who you are outside of the roles and outside of the identities that you've built for yourself. Because once you can get to the core and the center of who you are, you will inevitably know or connect with what is your assignment, what is your purpose, what is your um, – what is, where is your particular sphere of influence that you have been created to, um, to influence and to impact in a positive way? You know, it's so important to be able to move past, like, like you said, the, how we identify ourselves by our roles and, and rather than really, really looking at the core, really looking deep inside. And, it, and we, we have to do so. We really do to be able to... To move forward, so I love I love this strategy. I think it's important, and I do that as well. My question to you is, what is one of the other than that? I mean, obviously that's the the core challenge for not only for leaders but for for so many people. And yes, we do we we are leaders in our own lives, and so importantly, what are some of the strategies that are important for all, for leaders as well as well. We're, again, we're all leaders for all of us to be able yeah. to embrace to to move forward in our lives. Can you identify yeah. that for us? Absolutely. So, I focus on values based leadership, right? Naturally, just because I'm I'm focused on who the person is, and so within uh, the values based uh, model, right? It's getting to the core of what are the things that are the most important to you? So I'll give you a perfect example. Partnering with someone 
recently. And, you know, there are a lot of assessments out there, and, and uh, this particular person was uh, um, uh, focused on Clifton, right? They'd have done, they've done Clifton, they've done this, they've done some of these other ones. And so, you know, as I was listening to kind of what, like, the core, quote, unquote, strengths were, I was able to identify, well, you probably value um, trust. You, you value connection, right? I got to the heart of what, like, what her values were. I mean, I, I usually put them through an actual assessment to do this, but in this particular uh, conversation, it wasn't a full, um, a full consultation. So as we got to the, to the core or to the layer of what the values were, then we were able to look at, okay, well, how is that showing up in how she communicates? How is that showing up in how she um, sets expectations or has expectations of others? Because I think it's so important, especially if we're in a leadership capacity, let's just say in an organization or in our own businesses, that it's, it's not just about us and what we think is important. When we're bringing in teams to support us, right, any vision that we want to complete or any assignment or strategy that we want to carry forward, uh, it's hard to do by yourself. So you are inevitably going to need other people. You're going to need to be able to uh, communicate it. So the getting clear on who you are and then what are your values and then how do those values trans- translate into the way that you show up and the way that you interact with others and vice versa, others interacting with you, helps you determine, okay, well, how do, I, how do I maximize, right? How do I maximize the people that I have around me? How do I maximize my strengths and how do I maximize their strengths to be able to move this forward? So it's a multi-layered um, process, obviously, but the core is who are you? Second, what do you value? And then three, how do you, how do you model that, those particular values and how are they being reflected back to you? And then how do you leverage everyone's around you, their strengths, their values, um, what they bring to the table, their zones of genius, as I, I like to call it, uh, to actually move forward in whatever direction or whatever strategy you're, you're moving towards? And they're also very important in terms of, but, but you're so right. It does start with, with looking within, looking at ourselves and defining what that is, who we are. Who are you is, is is a critical question to begin with, and so important to to be able to understand and 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 learn and know about ourselves. So you, yeah, and I go ahead. I was gonna say I'd like to give an example. You know, I just thought about it. Like one um, client that I had, you know, he is uh, very conflict avoidant, right? So let's bring this really like practical. He is very conflict avoidant. And it it was showing up as him being conflict avoidant. And we went through this process of getting clear on the values. And really, essentially, you know, like deep down, he he values relationships. He, uh, I forget, like, the specific things, but for him, going against or giving someone negative feedback was going against his value of, hey, what if something happens negatively to the relationship, right? So some of his hardwiring and his beliefs. And so once we got clarity on that, it was easy to say, okay, you giving this person feedback is actually you helping uh, this individual, you know, do their job better. So you're not hurting them in any way. In, actual, in actuality, if you could see that you are helping them, then, you know, that takes away this, this fear that he had that it was going to somehow, you know, make this person feel bad or, you know, make the, create situations with the relationship. So that's an example of, how do we? How are we showing up, right? How are our values influencing 
our behavior, how are people receiving it, right? Because I saw it or the information that was given to me was this person is conflict avoidant. And it was, it was much deeper than that. And in him being able to see that he was actually helping his employee by giving this employee feedback so that they could do their job better, it allowed him to actually take, you know, step into that place and get stuff done that he needed to get done and that the team needed to get done. You know, that's really important. And there's constructive criticism, as, as he learned, that's, re- that's really giving value and helping that person be better in whatever role he or she is, is in and, and involved in in terms of their work and their, their functionality. So you've had right. some of your own challenges because you've, you know, you started your business from scratch. So how, what would you like to tell people who are just beginning to do that? A lot of people now are, are moving into that realm. And what do they need to know? What are some things that can help that journey a little bit? Yeah, uh, that's a wonderful question. Um, and if I could, like, this from the rooftop I would you know there's a lot of there are a lot of marketers and and coaches and whatnot that are out there you know selling the stream of like hey you can make six figures in two days and you know just quit your job and do it and shaming people um, on so many different levels which irks me um, one of the things that I would say is that you know there are a lot of highlight reels when it comes to entrepreneurship um, but in reality, just like work is hard, being an employee is hard and being, you know, challenging, it's equally as challenging on the entrepreneurial side. And, you know, I work with a lot of like type A uh, individuals, high achievers, and we, we are the worst boss, right? So if you think that you are escaping a bad manager or a bad leader, we are probably the worst individuals to ourselves. Um, so, you know, understanding who you are, right, it goes back to what I was saying before, what are your strengths? And then being okay with um, identifying those weaknesses and not seeing the weaknesses as something bad, as we've been taught, right, weakness is bad. No, weaknesses just means that that gives you a space to create, to have someone else who has that strength to come and help you. The other thing that I would say is, you know, when we think about success uh, from an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial standpoint, you know, so much of success is from the highlight reels is about money, is about status, is about cars, and it's about all these things. I would advise someone who is thinking about stepping into that space or someone who is in that space already, get clear on your definition of success. Because at the end of the day, you know, if you are allowing other people's definitions of success to drive you, you are going to fail. Um, and I'm not saying that failure is a bad thing, but you're going to fail because it's not true to who you are. So get clarity on what your definition of success is and then identify metrics to actually help you um, move towards that. And this is what I mean. So often, you know, I, and I'm, I'm – I'm, guilty of it, right? I'll say, you know, people ask me, what's my definition of success? And I'll be like, oh, well, you know, living out my purpose and being able to help and impact the lives of as many people as I can, right? But when I'm here, I'm looking at numbers, I'm like, okay, well, I need to get X number of clients, I need to do so many outreaches and yada, yada, yada. I have then turned away from my actual definition of success. Because my definition of success or the, my metrics, if you will, to, to identify, and I'm not saying that 
the money and the, the, uh, the clients and all that other stuff isn't important, it is. But if your definition of success is helping as many people as possible, uh, living out your purpose, then you should be asking yourself on a daily per- basis, how many people did I help today? How many lives did I impact? How many smiles did I put on people's face? How many uh, individuals did I help break through? And it's in focusing on, it's, it's making sure that those two are aligned that will then allow you to generate the money and generate all these other things that you need because you yourself are in alignment with the vision that you have for yourself. The actions are in alignment, and therefore the results will reflect that. Hope that makes sense. You know, that that sense of alignment, and it's alignment is critical, as you say, and, and I totally agree with you in terms of, moving forward and and you have to also align your values and and your purpose and who you are to be able to move forward so so it's really so important that first question who am i and and how do you move forward with that and make a difference so in your own life what do you see as one of the challenges that through trauma that actually was able to be turned around that in a way that that has helped you move forward that has helped you kind of redefine yourself mhm you know in many ways though i you know my trauma is now 30 something uh years old and i've been on this pathway of healing you know in in many ways some of that stuff still comes back um and i find myself oftentimes like oh my gosh there's still more um so you know i I also want to share that with people too because sometimes we think that once we go through a process of healing that we're done and then something else will happen that will trigger something old and we're like wait a minute what's happening here and so there's there's um we were talking about this earlier right like the it takes a lot of work It, it takes a lot of consistent work and Every time I found myself in a place where I was um, uh, leveling up, right, whether it was in the way that I, as I was moving up in corporate America or even as I was leaving to start my business, every time there was a new change, a a new version of me had to come through. That also mean, me, meant that a, an old version of me had to die or parts of me or my beliefs or whatever the case may be. I had to lay those aside. I had to see them and then make the decision to lay them aside so that I could move forward and that this new part of me could, could be birthed or could come through. And so I think it's very important for us to know that, you know, when we are changing and we are shifting, if we've dealt with trauma in the past, some of that stuff will still come back up. It doesn't mean that you're broken. It doesn't mean that something is wrong with you. It's just the, the, the pattern, right, that our minds and our emotions have, have been, become so accustomed to, um, it just it reverts back. And so it's about recognizing, okay, I'm in a, I'm in a season, right, I, I like to call it a season of change and transition, all of this stuff is coming up, like whether it's um, adversity, whatever, rather than run away from it or rather than try to hide or rather than do, you know, the defense mechanism of like stuffing it down, I always encourage people to lean into it. And I know that it's so, that's so much easier said than done because even I struggle with that. 
but I am at the point now where I can recognize, okay, these things are happening because I'm changing and I'm transitioning, and I need to look at what what my past or whatever the, this, these triggers are telling me so that I can face them, deal with the pain, right, and then decide to let them go so that I can move forward into the next. You know, if we never face them, if if we run away, if we hide, if if we just ignore them or try to suppress them, we 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 don't move forward in, in a way that really helps empower us and 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 helps us feel good. And it does. I agree. Right. It takes work, and it's and some people don't want to do the work. But tough speaking from being on the other side of that and going through what you went through and then being able to face and confront those challenges and, and move forward and help other people do it is is a beautiful and remarkable thing. Would you tell our listeners if you had just one thing to tell them, one thing that can help them kind of shift their thinking a little bit and help them move forward in the direction of leading their lives, what would it be? Yeah, great question. So because I believe that we all have these innate seeds uh, of leadership within us, um, and that, that's just our, our natural design, um, I, I liken the, the, this example to, you know, an apple seed, right? So when we look at an apple seed, it just looks like this small little seed. But we know, right, maybe not in that moment, but we know that that one apple seed has the potential to become an entire tree full of apples, right? And so oftentimes, you know, we we may find ourselves, like, sitting on the windowsill, right? So by sitting on the windowsill, if you put an apple seed on the the windowsill, it's not really really doing what it needs to do. And that could be – that could reflect in us, like, being in a work environment – that's not, you know, uh, providing us the, the resources or the growth that we need. Uh, that could be being in a relationship that, you know, is not um, really feeding us in the way that we need to. And so, you know, I would, I would invite the listeners to start to look at where they are in their lives, right, because I'm, I'm going to use three stages. So you can be at the apple seed where you're just kind of like, you know, just somewhere but not where you need to be. Or you can be in the apple seed that is saying, okay, I'm going to go into the ground, right? Because we know that once the apple seed goes into the ground, it, it dies, right? It, it sheds, and then it starts to grow into this new thing. And then from there, once we become that apple, there are more seeds that are created in us. So that means that there is more greatness that is trapped in us. And we can decide, okay, do I, do I just, like, harness this, this you know, all of the success and all of this power that is within me and I just, you know, stay this apple or do I go back into the process so that I can die again and that all of the greatness can be uh, fed the soil and the resources and the nutrients that it needs to, to become this tree that then can provide, you know, multitudes of apples um, as a resource for someone else. And so I, hopefully that you're tracking with, with that imagery. But the way that I look at it so often, you know, we, we, we allow ourselves to be that apple seed that sits on the windowsill with all of this potential, the greatness of being an entire tree, but we allow ourselves to stay in situations and environments that don't feed us, that don't allow us to grow. Um, so I would invite the listener to assess and evaluate you know, are you in an environment that is, is feeding you, that is allowing you to grow and allowing you to develop 
And if the answer is no, and you know there is greatness inside of you, you know what, you know, what you're physically supposed to be, then I would invite you to, you know, take that step of going into that transformation chamber, whatever that requires, letting go so that you can then reproduce more of you, uh, more of your greatness. And then if you're already at that phase where, you know, you, you're sharing your greatness, you have success, you have all that other stuff, guess what? There's another level waiting for you. Um, so never stop growing, I guess is the summary of that. Never stop growing and always be mindful of where am I today and am I, am I harnessing all of this greatness inside of me and keeping it to myself or am I intentionally putting myself in positions and in situations that would allow me to grow even more so that I can share even more of myself with others. You know, it's powerful to be able to do that, and it does take, <laughs> it does take an, uh, firstly, an awareness that, we, that, that you're talking about, an awareness that, that something needs to shift, that we're not in a place where we're developing our true potential or leading or living in in core with our values and with who we are and all of that is part of what we've been discussing today and it it's it's moving forward and letting go like you said can be so painful and hard but on the other mm-hmm. side of it in that butterfly stage when you emerge anew and transformed it's a, it's a wonderful experience so thank you for that Sabine, tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you and your book, Be Transformed. Yes, absolutely. So the book is is on Amazon, um, so you can just search my name, uh, Sabine Gideon, or Transform the Journey to Becoming. Uh, I also have it on my website at sabinegideon.com. If you're interested, it'll take you to the Amazon link as well. Um, For those of you who are curious to know what your leadership values are, I have a, a free leadership values assessment on my website. So if you go to Sabine, www.sabinegideon.com and you go to the leadership tab, you'll be able to um, take that assessment and see what your top, uh, your top five are. So it's an, interesting, uh, it's an interesting piece, and, you know, and it gives you a little description of what, of what each one means as well. And you can always Wonder. connect with me on LinkedIn because um, that is my, my hangout spot, and that's, uh, that's, you can just search my full name, Sabine Gideon. Wonderful. And, you know, that's so important. Again, we need to embrace who we are, and that's something that you emphasize so that we can emerge in, in our wonderful selves. Thank you so much, Sabine. Have a beautiful day. I appreciate you. Thank you, Dr. Joanne. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Bye. So think about what Sabine said because, again, yes, it takes work, but it's, and it is a journey. And yet when we go through that journey, when we emerge anew and, and really feel and not only feel but are able to access our true selves, our true strengths, it's it's a wonderful experience, and then sharing that, sharing that truth of who we are with others is a beautiful blessing, not just for ourselves, but for other people too. So think about that, because this show is called Power Your Life, and, and knowing who you are and being able to really 
execute that leadership in your life and supporting others is a way of being empowered on a daily basis, and that's so important. So take whatever little steps, and they don't have to be huge at first, little steps that you need to to empower yourself and feel good about those steps and about what you're doing and also about who you are. If you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version, you can go to docwhite.org. And remember, you are special. Today's the day to accentuate that and to feel good about yourself. Have a beautiful day wherever you are. Stay safe. And thanks so much for being with us today on Power Your Life. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.